Hello everyone, this is Chaplain Trisha, and I am glad to be bringing you worship for the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. We are almost at the end of our church year, and um, we again hear Jesus telling a parable today about persistence, um, about persevering um, in coming to our God, who is always faithful, always there for us, who is the same as he was, is, and always will be. So we sing a song that talks about that, O oh God, our help in ages past, on page two. O oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Under the shadow of your throne, your saints have dwelt secure. Sufficient is your arm alone, and our defense is sure. Before the hills in order stood, or earth received its frame. From everlasting you are God, to endless years the same. A thousand ages in your sight are like an evening gone. Short as the watch that ends the night before the rising sun. Time like an ever-rolling stream soon bears us all away. We fly forgotten as a dream dies at the opening day. O oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Still be our guard while troubles last and our eternal The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. You are the treasured people of the Lord, a people holy to the Lord our God. Keep the words of the Lord in your heart, teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are away when you lie down and when you rise. One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. 
O Lord God, tireless guardian of your people, you are always ready to hear our cries. Teach us to rely day and night on your care. Inspire us to seek your enduring justice for all this suffering world. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our reading today um, is, again, from the second letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, again, encouraging him um, to persevere in living the life of a follower, doing the work of an evangelist. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message, be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your ministry fully. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel, I invite you to join in singing our acclamation. I love to tell the story. The words are at the bottom of page four. I love to tell the story of unseen things above. Of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know it's true. It satisfies my longings as nothing else would do. I love to tell the story. Twill be my theme in glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had any respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, 
Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. <coughs> Excuse me. This phrase is actually from a song entitled Perseverance, written in 1836 by a British man named William Hickson. And ever since then, this phrase has served to be a source of encouragement for many, many years. We probably heard it in our lives as we were trying to learn to tie our shoes or learning to ride a bike or mastering hitting a baseball or learning how to play the piano. We probably have said it as we've watched others trying to get the hang of simple tasks or master new skills. Try, try again stirs within us that part of our human hearts that wants to persist and succeed. We all need those words of encouragement from time to time. And we need to hear this kind of encouragement in our faith's lives now and again. Because faith is a practice, something we are working at each day, striving to have our hearts molded more and more to be like Jesus. And there are moments and circumstances that feel as if they are derailing us, where we think we are making headway and feel as if we are stepping backwards instead of ahead. Moments when we feel we are following and obeying, yet evil seems to win. And for those moments, we have this parable of Jesus. The widow was looking for justice from a judge who was neither compassionate nor a God-fearing man. He didn't care about people and had no respect for God. But this judge was the widow's only hope. For in Jesus' day, widows had no power, for it was the man of the household that could hold land and have wealth. Someone was threatening this widow's very means of living, and the only recourse she had left was the law. So the widow went and wanted to tell her story to the judge, and he refused to hear her. Maybe he thought it was too trivial. But for her, it was everything. So she went back again and asked to be heard. Again, the judge said no. We don't know how many times she appealed to the judge. But finally, like that drippy faucet that annoys us to the point of anger, the judge got tired of hearing the widow. 
and gave in and agreed to hear her keys just so she would go away and not bug him anymore. So what does this story that Jesus tells tell us about God? If we nag God long enough, he'll do what we want so he doesn't have to listen to us anymore? Definitely not. Although this has been mistakenly read into this parable, this does not agree with the God we know throughout Scripture or the God Jesus spoke of. God doesn't wait until we've prayed long enough and hard enough to answer. The point Jesus shows us was a very sharp contrast between an earthly unjust judge and a heavenly righteous God. If this unjust judge, who neither respects God nor cares about people, can be moved into doing what is right, how much more so will our loving and gracious God do what is just and right for those who call upon him? When we pray, we need to understand what God is like. He invites us to call upon him, even to Come boldly unto his throne of grace, as the writer of Hebrews says, for it is there we will find mercy and goodness. Someone once wrote that prayer is either one of life's greatest privileges or one of its grandest delusions. If we turn our eyes to the hills and find that our help is in the Lord, then prayer indeed is a privilege, a time to come to the one in whom we trust with all our heart and soul and pour out before him our confessions and supplications and hopes and fears, knowing we place all that we pray for into the hands that receive with mercy and justice, knowing that as we listen with open hearts, answers will come. For God will always answer us, will always meet our needs, not always our wants, but always our needs. Prayer is also the way we get better at our practice of faith, how we can grow in our relationship with God. For in the moments we spend with our God at the breakfast table or sitting in the garden, or before rolling over to go to sleep, we are growing in knowing God's direction for us, growing in being able to see God in the everyday as well as the spectacular, growing to be able to trust him more and more. And so this is why we can, we must pray, pray again. We only get to know God if we allow ourselves to be aware of his presence and spend time in his presence like an afternoon spent with good friends. It's not an easy task to pray without ceasing. Mornings sometimes are rushed or we're just not awake enough. Days get filled up with going to the doctor or going to activities or volunteering 
nights sometimes are about going through mail and emails or just being able to sit down and relax. It takes work and discipline to set aside time when we can come to quiet and be alone with God. I will confess to you, my brothers and sisters, that even though I am a woman of the cloth, it does not make it any easier to be about prayer. The spirit is willing, but the mind and flesh get distracted or busy or tired. And so we need to practice praying, praying again. And if we do, the outcome will be a change in us, a change to becoming more and more the people God intended us to be, loving, serving, truth-seeking followers. Our God is always ready to welcome us, hear us, be with us in conversation that can guide and comfort and encourage us. Our God is always going to answer what we ask always in ways that are best for us who are called his beloved sons and daughters. Our brother Martin Luther put it this way, prayer is not overcoming God's reluctance. It is laying hold of his willingness. Amen. And so, indeed, my friends, if we persevere in practicing a faith life of prayer, we will always find that God, indeed, will give us what we cry out to him for. And therefore, we can know that God will give us the best thing of all, a victory in Jesus at the last. And that is our hymn of the day on page six. I heard an old, old story, how a Savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary, to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is to him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about his healing of his cleansing power revealing how he made the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see and then i cried 
Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. I heard about a mansion he has built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea, about the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing, sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is to him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. In Christ, you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, let us be reconciled to God and to one another. Gracious God, 
have mercy on us. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things done and left undone. Uphold us by your Spirit, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life, to the honor and glory of your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Sisters and brothers, rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you always and also with you. We join now in the prayers of the people on page nine. In gratitude and humility, let us join together in prayer on behalf of all of God's creation. Grant your followers persistence in proclamation and prayer. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. For air and sky, clouds and sun, that they provide rain to parched land and relief to flooded ground. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. For judges, juries, and all who work in the judicial system, that they desire wisdom, seek truth, roll with fairness, and have the courage to do what is right. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. For all who are lonely, especially those who have newly arrived in an unfamiliar city or country, hospital patients without visitors, and any who are ill or grief-stricken, hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. For those who have taught us faith and now rest in your heavenly peace, that we remember and give thanks for these saints who shared the gospel through word and deed, hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. With grateful hearts, we commend our spoken and silent prayers to you, O God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God, who gives life to all things and frees us from despair, bless you with truth and peace. And may the Holy Trinity, one God, guide you always in faith, hope, and love. Amen. And so we persevere in living out our faith every day, in practicing our prayer life, um, and following our, our leader as we are called as 
as Christian soldiers um, to do war with those things that would try to to pull us away from Christ, to fight always for what is true, what is good, and what is loving. Our hymn, Onward Christian Soldiers, is on the back page of the bulletin. Onward Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ the royal master leads against the foe forward into battle. See his banners go. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before. Like a mighty army moves the church of God. Let us boldly follow where the saints have trod. We are not divided, all one body we, one in hope and doctrine, one in charity. Onward, Christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before crowns and thorns may perish kingdoms rise and wane but the church of Jesus Gates of hell can never against the church prevail. We have Christ's own promise, and that cannot fail. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before. Onward then, you faithful, join our happy throng. Blend with us your voices in the triumph song. Glory, Lord, and honor unto Christ the King. We through countless ages with the angels sing. Onward, Christian soldiers, 
marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before. Go in peace with Christ beside you. Thanks be to God. And thank you, my friends, for joining me for worship um, at this time. Um, it is always a pleasure to worship with you. And even though this is my last Sunday at Kelly um, in person, um, I will um, record a few more services um, that will offer you church, um, until the new chaplain comes. So I thank you for your, your Christian friendship in my two years with you. And indeed, I pray God's richest blessings upon you.